Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. A little update on our intro. Yeah, I dig it. It's pretty cool. I got a. We have a mixer board here that we're messing around with. We're loading music, all that stuff. So that's kind of cool. Um, we have to program all the buttons. We can do all kinds of crazy sounds. I don't. I really don't want to do that, but I do want to have a it's, cool intro song. It's. I mean, it's a great intro song, but even the new button, the other buttons, we got. Yeah. We have to have a PR bell. And- right. <laughs> Savon's podcast, he just starts talking. Well, no, he does. He no, goes, he does. Oh, Bam, yeah. we're live. Bam. Oh, I wasn't ever going to say that. Like, I didn't want to stay like Savon's going to send me a cease and desist. <laughs> I was going to wear his, uh, the, the, the Santa Cruz shirt. Oh, yeah. Save that for another time. <laughs> we will. Um, so, podcast, this one is live now on PR's All Days page, although I'm not seeing it. I don't know where I would even see it on yeah, there. Still figuring this one out. But are we technically live? We on, are live on we PR's All Days page. Live. And then we're also live in the Diablo members group, I believe. And then we'll find out afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. We are live. I, oh, I see it. Okay. I got it on, on Facebook. Yeah. No, I got it on YouTube. Oh, okay. So if someone went in there and left us a comment. We could see the comments. I just got to make sure Sweet. I shut down the volume on my speaker. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, I do, and I I can see where there's comments too, which is kind of cool. So, um, all right, so I got us on there. I see it. We're in the same room, by the way, and we did this wrong. Mm. Can you flip flop the screens? I notice you have. So, so can you put me on the other side of the screen? You know what I mean? Like that? that? Oh, I didn't save my thing. There you go. And now, yes. So that way, if I look, oh no, it's not oh, weird it's to you. The, well, I don't know. So what I'm trying to do is make it so that when I look, because Jamie and I are in the same room, we have two cameras. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it looks like we're in two different places, but we're not. But I want to make it look like we're actually in the same room when yeah. we're using two cameras. We like using two cameras because if you draw the camera back, the third camera back, it just looks weird and you yeah. see too much shit. It'll make sense when we have a third guest on. Right. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> a third person. <laughs> Whoever that third person, maybe who's going to be our first guest? I don't know. Well, we got to figure out these bugs first. We actually have to get an audience to make it enticing <sighs> for someone to want to watch. All right. So uh, today I've got notes. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, oh, we're going to talk about virtuosity versus intensity. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going to follow the format of my emails mm-hmm. um, that I send out every week. We use that as our like oh, our our guideline. We may not. We may or may not actually. Touch use, it, use it touch everything or even you know if we got something that's more important we want to talk about we'll talk about that um but for the most part we'll do that and then we're uh, we'll talk about the go ruck stuff mm-hmm. um, my conversations with go ruck which are really cool i'm super excited about it yeah they want to be a part of it. i'll tell you how the, i'll tell everybody how that kind of came about because it was somewhat coincident well it was it was it was a result of a contact through crossfit and then we'll talk a little bit about programming this week because mm-hmm. there's some neat stuff in there. And one of the things I want to ask you about um, related to the barbell cycling. Um, and then we'll go over a couple of cool things and stuff I'm reading and seeing, stuff to look for on the internet that we find are interesting. We'll leave you with kind of a final thought. Um, versus, first of all, the ver- first subject. Virtuosity. Uh, virtuosity versus intensity. This came about for a couple of reasons. The reason why I put it in my email was for a couple of reasons. Um, Primarily because we had a benchmark workout last week, Green Machine. Mm-hmm. And you know, coaches expressed some frustration with 
uh, range of motion um, technique amongst our members uh, who are who are keenly interested as we dr- drive them to be in intensity and a high score on the leaderboard. Um, and, you know, asking me what's, you know, obviously asking me what's, what's most important and members that, you know, you know, also asking that question. And then I also saw, and, and, and really the thing that, and I wasn't going to say anything about it in my email just because it can be a long It'd difficult hot conversation, topic. Hot, yeah, topic. hot topic, and it's been a hot topic within CrossFit as well. Um, but the, but then there was a post by um, a well-known, a well-known CrossFit. Been around a while. Yeah, someone's been around a while, mm. and he's level three. Pat Barber. I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> his name. And it's it's not that um, I just I, I I disagree with what he said, and I um i kind of don't like what he said in regards to Virtu- pushing the line pushing the line of competition versus in the gym competition versus in the gym yeah pat is very much about virtuosity in mm-hmm. the gym he is very important 100% and uh and but when he was competing he indicated that you know that his goal was to um push the edge of the limit with respect to um range of motion mm-hmm. um in order to to move faster um and almost and i think he used these words trick the you know trick the trick judge, the judge yeah. into giving him credit for reps that mm-hmm. you know that may or may you know may or may not have been you know full range of motion or mm-hmm. virtuous if you if you will and i um w- we've never taken that approach no. um never verbalized it I, um i disagree with it it, it may be in fact what yeah. some athletes do um, but I think there's a large number of CrossFit athletes um, who are more interested in leaving no doubt because yep. that's always what we've said to our athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, never give the judge a reason yep. to no rep you. Yep. Remember, it's full range of motion. And then the satisfaction that comes with you know winning a workout or placing high with on a leaderboard while at the same time having incredible range of motion or awesome range of motion mm-hmm. Sets an example for the community also, but it gives you a great deal, a great sense of satisfaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely understand where he's coming from as far as like in competition sense, you, yes, you want to shorten the range of motion as much as you can. But personally, I mean, having competed in, you know, the games on the team and throughout the open and even just competing against myself, um, you know, you practice the way you play in the gym, you're, you're, you're training for virtuosity and you're training for quality um and that should reflect towards your competition um you know shorting your range of motion you know with whether you're bouncing you know ass to grass off the ground in a wall ball or if you have the ability to shorten that distance which kind of maybe increases your stretch reflex and uh, a faster cycle rate but still your your intention is leave no doubt right hit your depth hit your range of motion get a good rep because at the same time you know if you if you start out with good reps and you try to push it later on, you get caught with a no repper here and there. That's going to end up backfiring anyways. Right. Absolutely. It, we, what, what's, imp, what's important in our gym, and I, th- and I put this in the email, um, is the it, it, you've emphasized this quality of movement is super important to us because it translates to everyday life. Yeah. There's nothing worse than throwing out your back you know, making the bed nope, right? God, no. or lifting up a toddler. Yeah. 
right? Or reaching into the oven to get living something life, in, hurting yeah, yourself, life, just living hurt, life, right? And and um, and working on, I mean, really, you know, f- functional movements um, are it, it, it done in a correct manner, right? Give you a better quality of life and prevent mm-hmm. injury. Yep. So, you know, in the gym, that's what we're trying to do. 99% of us here in this gym are training for mm-hmm. just better life, to live longer, live a longer, healthier life. Yeah. And so that range of motion is super important. And when you said like, I mean, range of motion is, is good, but like you said, moving for quality, moving for quality, right? Like you, you could have all the range of motion in the world, oh, but if your point. knees are buckling in or your feet are collapsing down, you're not moving with quality or you're right? not bra- You're not bracing, not bracing, not right. organized. Like, I mean, all that stuff, that's the stuff that's going to keep you healthy and safe yeah. outside of the gym, not just inside the gym, but that's how you're training your, your, your body to stabilize and how to, how, how it's going to function in your functional daily you know daily things right. that you're working on um i th- i think in in regarding the competition side of things yeah. i th- you know i one of the best movers in all of crossfit was it still is rich froning mm-hmm. and it, you know he i remember watching him at the um at one of the open announcement workouts in santa cruz mm-hmm. you remember that? oh the thrusters were, yeah with the thrusters, thrusters and pull-ups oh. yeah, thrusters and pull-ups and i just i'll never forget it stuck in my mind it is to how well he moved yeah. how efficient his movement was he wasn't trying to trick the judge or shorten the range of motion no. sneak anything by his was quality movement all the way throughout it mm-hmm. was it just incredibly efficient coming up from the burpee no steps like he would come up from his burpee be at the bar and jump over the bar yeah right yeah. his thrusters were and he had the ability to he maintained a consistent pace all the way throughout he didn't mm-hmm. start out fast or start out slow it's like the first rep looks like the last rep. his the first rep looked like the last yeah. rep, and at the same speed all the way throughout the entire workout and he literally mowed down people mm-hmm. that had left ahead of him sam briggs remember mm-hmm. when she had gone yep. out quick yep um, uh, was this is one in San, Santa Cruz. Yeah, Santa this Cruz. This is all the champions. They had yes. Annie Thor's daughter there. And Kalipa. See Kalipa. Yeah, yeah. And, I remember and that. several of them had gone out hot. Yes. Graham Holmberg, and he just yeah, he literally right. just mowed them down. Yep. With, with good mechanics, incredible mechanics. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, there, there's good quality mechanics will create efficiencies mm-hmm. that allow you to over time move better and have a better capacity oh yeah have a, have a, right? that's right. increase your capacity yeah. that's yeah. that's actually a better way to say it yeah because i mean it, and that's I not mean, trying to short reps and to move faster that not to short reps to move faster especially in a class setting you yeah. know and like this is one of the things that pat was really adding about was you know in the gym train with virtuosity and, yes. and i think that the, the big thing there is you know even when you are doing a workout and if you see somebody in the corner, not getting the full range of motion or don't worry about it, right? You are running your own race. You yes. are doing your training. You're here for yourself. Right. If you're worried about what somebody else is doing next to you, that it doesn't have a judge and there's nothing else on the line. Like, I mean, sure. There's some bragging rights and, you know, we do our best to, to, to stop the, you know, bad patterns or, you know, catch anybody that might be, shorting reps whether it's accidentally or intentionally um but that's just all part of accountability right like you're holding somebody accountable so they can be better whether they're trying to compete in the open or just trying to compete for themselves because if you're not moving with good mechanics and good 
uh, you know, range of motion, how are you going to measure for consistency? I mean, force times distance divided by time. That's how we are measuring power out, our power output. If we're shortening the range of motion, we're affecting that distance, right? right. It's not, it's, it's, you're throwing a whole formula off. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. And the next time you do the workout, you might, you, you might know, go fast. You might decide, Hey, I want, you know, I'm really been working on my range of motion. Can't figure out why you're going slower. Well, because because it's actually RX. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 here's the other thing. Ask. I, I like that. Stay in your lane. So put the blinders yeah. on. Ignore other people. Um. And ask the coach. Yeah. Like, how did I move? Yeah. Or if the coach comes to you and say, "Hey, you need to get a little lower," then you probably need to get a little lower. Yeah. Probably. They they probably noticed it a, a while back. Yeah. They're just, they're helping you out. Yeah. We. Coaches do not want to hurt members' feelings. We're trying to create the best hour of the day for you. Yep. And sometimes we know. We see the look on your face. We, yeah. we recognize we better not say anything today. <laughs> there's, a, there's times where right. I'll, I'll pass. Right. But and, as long as they're safe, too. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, like, well, sometimes right. shorting range of motion can put you in a compromised position. And as a coach, like, that is our job to keep right. you safe. Right. Like, hey, you need to go lower because otherwise your knees are going to be yeah, blown we, out. Or if there's a problem with the knee, then let's figure out another solution right. to work around it. That's all part of the communication with the coach. We, we well, and, and that's why emotional intelligence is so yeah. important for as a coach too, because yeah. we walk a fine line. Look, we don't want to, you don't want to piss off our members. You yeah. know? We don't be up in your shit every single day. Yeah. What we want to do is give you the right cues at the right time so that, you know, that you'll move better and make progress, make progress. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that when we look around the room and we're looking at who impresses us, mm-hmm. The people that impresses, and you ask any of our coaches, the people that will impress the coaches are the ones that are um, with the best movement patterns. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah, consistently. Consistently. Those are the ones we're like, for sure. Yeah. You just, you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to worry about safety. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, they're getting a great workout. Um, And if they do that and do exceptionally well, now you got someone that, you're talking to about joining RX plus on Saturday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then you got a new recruit and you got a new recruit. Yeah. All right, cool. So virtuosity. Uh, yeah. Virtuosity. <laughs> so form matters. Yes. Um, next, uh, the, Oh, you know, the next thing I wanted to talk about today was the, um, the go ruck stuff. So CrossFit, uh, reached out to me about a month ago, uh, to ask me, about or my my thoughts on an idea that they had for creating a uh an event a a kind of a turkey trot crossfit event um ruck event uh that would be that in the heat and the way it was put to me was the day after thanksgiving like you know Mm -hmm. try and put get the community get everybody in the community behind it as a you know kind of a a big event in the kind US. of like an open site yeah right yeah yeah kind of an open anybody site. not competing but just yeah. you know hey let's do this mm-hmm. and i love the idea because diablo for 15 years has been doing uh, exactly that a, exactly that an unofficial turkey trot and then i like the idea of a ruck because it it's like a nice twist to what we're doing and you mm-hmm. know jamie jamie and i and actually the last i don't know probably four or five years jamie's kind of been taking the reins on the Turkey. We used to go back and forth, depending on if right. I was in town for Thanksgiving. That's right. <laughs> but he's kind of taking the reins on setting it up and then policing it, you know, the course and everything else, designing the workout and having the component of a ruck makes it, it's fun. It. It, it's kind of I a nice it. twist, right? It's yeah. a nice transition for, yeah. for, so I got excited about it. 
And then they notified me about two weeks ago, CrossFit notified me about two weeks ago that they're going to table the idea until next year, just because that, you know, with the new CEO and all the stuff that's going mm -hmm. on, they just don't have the, the resources right now to the bandwidth to, to deal with it. That's well, fine. So I asked him if, Hey, do you guys mind if I take the reins on it and, and do it at Diablo and then try and push it out to the community? They said, absolutely not go for it. And now I'm starting to, I'm now here we are. Well, <laughs> but now I'm starting to get suspicious. Was that their intention all ah. along? <laughs> hey, we got this great idea. You want to take the lead on it? We, yeah, we want to buy, we want to get your opinion on this great idea. <laughs> oh, hey, you want to run with it? Um, anyway, so we're doing it. And I reached out to uh, my friend, Jimmy Letchford. And Jimmy Letchford is the chief growth officer mm. at GORUCK. Um, he was, uh, the former head of marketing at CrossFit. That's how I know him. And he was an, oh, an okay. and he was an affiliate owner. Got it. So got he it. and I have known each other and he's out of Santa Cruz. Great. Just a, a great dude. And, um, and by virtue of his success at GORUCK and now I have a great contact at yeah. GORUCK. And so he said, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're in, we love the idea. And I, I actually started thinking about it. I'm like, well, how has someone not thought of this sooner? Cause it's a cool idea. It is really, I mean, once you brought it up and, and mentioned it to me, I was like, this, it's just the creative juices of, of what we do in the Turkey trial right. just expel, exploded. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like so oh, it's not easy for yeah, everyone to do it. Right? So, and it's easy for, it's an easy idea for, for the yeah. GORUCK guys to get behind yeah. as well. So we're going to, I don't know what the partnership is going to look like right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm what I want to, uh, what I aspire to get is, is some sort of discount. And they're open to this as discounts for our members to, to get mm -hmm. a GORUCK backpack. Mm -hmm so that they can use it in the event. And then PRs All Day, which is cool, is PRs All Day is going to create um, several turkey trot variations, workouts, variations, yeah, yeah. each one with, uh, with RX scaled and then RX Plus version of it so that mm -hmm. um, PRs All Day affiliates that are using our programming can can run their own turkey trap. But then hopefully yeah. we'll we'll get that out to the CrossFit community and we'll give everybody the idea. It's not hard. No. That's what's great about the turkey trot. No. It's and, uh, it's it's super fun. And and for anybody that you know out there that you know maybe hasn't been a part of one of our turkey trots is you know it's it's anywhere between two to three miles. Right. Um, we use it in open space and we do a, a, a little warm up before we get started and then three two one go. As you go through the course, there's you know maybe a couple movements spread along the way to act as like a, an obstacle. Um, but it, it kind of brings that CrossFit esque feel versus just going for a run. And we set it up to where we have like two tracks, right? We, we called it the stroller track or the RX and the P and the scale and the stroller track is essentially the scaled. So, you know, if you got kids, it's, it's a great time to come and be a part of the community and not feel pressured to like do the hard intense stuff. Most CrossFit affiliates close on Thanksgiving day. And here's an yeah. opportunity to bring your community together yeah. on a special holiday, your family, your gym family together without having to open the gym, bring mm -hmm. your staff in, coach, set up the gym. Like it, it, you go to a park, you can, you can, you can do it out of your gym if you want, yeah, even that, could, but, yeah. but there's no, and then yeah. therefore there's no equipment because yeah. all, all you're doing is going out for a hike or, yeah. or in this case, a ruck. Yeah. Uh, but what's cool is too, is they bring their, and we, we invite them, bring family and friends and everything. A lot of people have family and friends in town and they bring them. They yeah. grandparents even like oh, everybody yeah. comes out, everybody comes out, kids, dogs. And yeah. it, it's such a fun experience. And, and 
what I really enjoy about that is the setup process, yeah. right? Like, you know, I'm, I really appreciate getting to the park when it's dark <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy the sunrise when it's nice and peaceful and quiet. But at the right. same time, it's like, I get to think about like, okay, this is where we're going to have them do this lunge or this is where we're going to do these squats. And it's, it's kind of a fun from a coaching or a programming perspective. It's, it's, uh, it's gratifying. Yeah. So it's the, the experience is worth it. It brings your community together. It introduces your gym to friends and family of your members. Uh, it's an opportunity to bring back old members who, mm -hmm. cause we get a lot of our past members that love to come to yeah, it too. Still show up. It, yeah. It's, it's great good because it's, it's something to do on Thanksgiving yeah. day to get your body moving before you consume all those calories. Yeah. To do it afterwards is questionable. Right. <laughs> I know. So it's, a, so it's a lot of fun. Anyway, so we're going to team up with the Go Ruck guys. You'll hear more information yes. about it. More and, to come. Uh, more to come. Go to I, I posted in our blog post for today, um, and I'm looking forward to announcing it. We'll put it on all the social medias as soon as we have any discounts uh, available. Yeah. And I would suggest, let's let's get, if since we got time, let's talk about rucking just in general. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. And, loaded, yeah. and loaded carries and maybe how to prep for, yeah. because I've been, rucking now for about three or four weeks three weeks now okay about three days a week um and i posted by the way in my email the a podcast with peter atia yeah. peter atia's uh, not his most recent but his last last week's podcast that he interviewed michael easter the guy that wrote comfort crisis mm -hmm. and Enoch, they have a whole week, section yeah. they have a whole section on rucking yeah, and okay. the value of rucking um, but loaded carries are have been a challenge of mine in the past and really didn't you win the games with the farmer carry yeah farmer. yeah well okay <laughs> i take that back right so <laughs> farmer carry is awesome yeah right okay. yes and the yeah. and farmer carries and, yeah but sandbags up on my shoulders yeah, anything okay. just okay. i i don't recover well yeah. so i'm enjoying going through this rucking process but the listening to that podcast uh peter atia and michael easter both they they say you burn twice as many calories mm -hmm. um as a run mm -hmm. or a walk um, and it's, well, you burn twice as many calories as a walk, but it is less impactful than a run. Your joints, yeah, knees, less ankles. joints. So you get the calorie burn, same calorie burn as a run, twice as many calories as a walk with less impact on the body. But you're also doing a little bit more resistance training. That's too, right. Right. Cause there's that deceleration aspect of the, the, the negative component when you're, you know, hiking down the hill, which is a critical part he of, talks about that the eccentric yeah, movement exactly yep. eccentric movement is everything yeah kind of look let me look at our tempo front squats <laughs> like yeah we're working that eccentric component to right. build that up um and the other thing that i you know because I, I listened to that same podcast and um one of the things that kind of really popped in my brain was the um the postural thing oh you know, yeah. i was like i was like oh, okay you know the, the ruck i get it weight vest but the idea of having all the weight on your back and pulling your shoulders back into place yeah. reminded me of one of our um, one of our members from a long time ago. He was having a, a little bit of a shoulder issue. Just you know, he was an older guy and just always had kind of a nagging issue. Um, and you know, we scaled and modified and did everything we could to keep him going. And after his doctors, nothing else. But once he started going for hikes and putting his hiking camel back on, pulling his shoulder back into place, he's like, my pain, my shoulder pain's gone. So it's almost like it could be like almost somewhat of a corrective thing by reorganizing your shoulders when you're walking for an extended period of time. That it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> no, it does because it's so basic no, and simple. No, well, and yes, that and like 15 minutes into a ruck, and, and I'm I'm at 
I'm using 55. I probably have gone out. Too I was going to ask what, what weight are you? I'm using on? 55 pounds, okay. which okay. in, and do you have a plate or are you yeah, just loading? I'm using bo both. So I, okay. so I have, there's a 30 pound plate. Okay. okay. And I put that into the envelope. Packet. Yeah. Which Got is it. nice. And then I have uh, 20 pounds of in a sandbag okay. that I put in there as well. And you can take, take, if you got a weight vest, take your weight vest and put it in there. And so by I the way, mind, yeah. a rucksack is better than a weight vest. Weight vest is good. Yeah. But a rucksack's better because of it's that different. positioning. Yeah. But the reason why I'm saying I'm pissed is because it, it, after 10, 15 minutes, like my, that's where the ache starts. Okay. It's not the load. You guys, you'll notice when, when you guys ruck, the load itself, you put it on your shoulders and the bag's heavy and you put it on, you're like, holy shit, this is heavy. Then you stand and be like, oh, it's not that bad. Once you get yourself in a good yeah. posture. Once yourself, you get in a good posture. Yeah. It's like, it's really just, it's kind of yeah. easy. Yeah. But what starts to hurt is your shoulders and back. And I know, and that's what pisses me off because I know why that is. Because I spend, no, but yeah, they're tight. And I spend a lot of time with my shoulders up front. All those neck With a phone, with a computer, yep. right? Relax up front and not in that good posture. Just position. like any other human being in today's world, right? right. Like we're all in this end interior dominant position and it's like here's this thing that's going to help pull us out yeah it pulls it out of it yeah it's really and, cool. I, and i know that's why the ache comes yeah and it's it's one of those mental things you just got to push through it um but it is i'm really enjoying it mm -hmm. it's um you got to suffer a little bit yeah and i'm going right now i go anywhere i go anywhere from i go two to three miles about 45 minutes to yeah. to an hour and you in the if it gets too uncomfortable you just take a break like you mm -hmm. take you take a break for a minute or two take the pack off and it's like or it's take cool. it off go for a run come back <laughs> well yeah that, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good idea though. yeah look for that look, that look for that in our turkey rug along with a few other things with this yeah. obstacle with this item that we get to use what's nice is again with the rucksack there is cool stuff that you can do yeah. and michael easter talked about that in an instagram post um, he said, look, there's, you just, cre he creates stuff on the fly. He hiked, he rucked out into the desert two two miles, mm -hmm. took his rucksack off and put it in a bush, hit it, ran back to his destination to a starting point, then ran back. So, so a total of a four mile run, put his rucksack back on and then rucked back. So he got a four mile ruck and a four mile. And he, he goes, he literally made it up on the fly. He goes, oh, this is, oh, I'll do this. Yeah, that's a good idea. And it is. I mean, you run some crazy ideas to your head when yeah. you're in the middle of this oh, stuff, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. You got to be careful. I did that once when I was training for a, an adventure race. It was like a bike row uh, bike. It was actually a, like a kayak right. mountain bike and a run. And I, I would ride my bike out to like Lime Ridge, park it behind a, a tree or something, and then sprint up the hill, come oh. back. And that, that was one of those things, totally on the fly. It's like, you know, what? I need to try something a little bit different. It was, yeah, it was a little burn. That stuff is, you know, it, again, that's why CrossFit's cool because yes. it help it let, gives you the confidence to be able to do those kinds of things. Yeah, adventurous, right? Yeah, but the what's what's awesome about rucking, and I, I'll leave you with, uh, you know, I'll close it out with this, unless you got anything else, is the core stability strength that gets built that you don't know is getting built. Like you don't mm -hmm. necessarily feel it. you feel it. The two two times I feel the rucksack when you first take it off, you're like, oh, you realize, holy shit, that was a load on my shoulders. It's like a whole rebound. Oh nice. my god! Um, and then then you feel great, mm -hmm. like, and then the next day you're like, oh, mm. you feel it in your hips, mm -hmm. in your back, and like, you feel the not debilitating, just soreness from oh, everywhere. Oh yeah. man, I was working. Yeah, right. Because again, when you carry and you put the weight on, you're not gonna. You're not going to feel it that much. And, and, um, 
Peter Atia or Michael Easter recommended look, the max load should be your max your body weight. Th- yeah, 130, 130 body, body weight. That's the yeah. max load. He yeah. said that's most most people can carry that comfortably. Yeah. And that's what they do in the military. They get them up to one third mm. body weight. Yeah. Um, but um, I would start out with 10, 20 pounds, that kind of, that, mm-hmm. those kinds of weights. Build into it. I mean, just like anything else, don't just feel like you're going to go right to that one right. at max or you know, just get a feel of what 10 pounds feels like. Exactly right. But you'll, you'll enjoy it. I, and there's more to come as we get closer to the, to the, to the turkey ruck that we're mm-hmm. going to do. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Um, workouts this week. Um, there's, you know, we're, we're doing temple front squats again. Um, the bench press and RDLs, those were cool last week. The, uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you about though, on Tuesday we're doing, we have a barbell complex deadlift. Well, it starts out with the, the run. Yeah. So this is our skill session, really cool, right? right? This, this is our skills. Yeah. Last, last week, what did we do? We rode, we rode, we rode. did 400, 450, 500 meters last week. And then we went into a minute. snatch. Yeah. We went right. to a three touch re- and go three rep max snatch. Yeah. This week we're going to do four by four, 400 every fourth minute, every fourth minute. So people are going to get after it. They um, should be, they should be. Like, yeah. That's so just to kind of run through like our skill for this, this month real yeah. quick as a, a review. Um, our skill is essentially pacing and learning how to pace, right? right? Like what, what is an actual pace that is sustainable? And you know, what is our, where is our capacity at? We're looking for averages, right? The fastest average okay. versus like, I can run the first one in a minute and then the next one's going to be two minutes. Like right. that's, we, we want to try to stay like 115, 115, like if you are pushing it here, we, so have, we want, so in technical terms, I think we want the mean to be low. Yes. I think the mean is the difference between the high, yeah. the fastest and the lowest. We want to keep it as you want tight as possible. possible. As you tight want, as possible. You, as consistent as possible. Right, right. Right. So if you run a 130, your target should be like a 130, maybe even like a 128. Right? right. Can you can you squeeze a few more off? We don't want to be going up. Yeah. And the idea is we've got four four hundred meters run every fourth minute so there's okay. a lot of rest in between so right. we're looking to push some some hard intensity here okay then we're going to go from that directly into a 10 minute to build to a max of the um, deadlift hang clean jerk touch and go clean and jerk now the intention of this whole month's sessions is a skill is you know we're working on that monostructural focus building up some capacity there and learning where our capacities actually is and then we're going with fatigue and stress into a barbell. Last week we did the snatch. This week we're doing a cleaninger complex. Um, the idea is to, to add a little bit more time and attention, right? So that's the theme of this month. As I mean, the tempo squats, the RDLs, there's a lot of time and attention going on throughout this whole month. Right. And with these complexes, it's the time and attention with the increasing load, right? So we have 10 minutes to build to a one rep max of this. And the intention is to cycle it. So the faster you can move it, the less time and attention you have. But at the same time, we still need to maintain good quality mechanics, hit your standards, show full control. Don't just cycle through it to get through it quick. Hit those positions, hit your lifts, clean lockouts, um, and show control, right? Like virtuosity. We want, we want to have control throughout the squat clean. When we go to the touch and go, we're trying to use our legs, not just hinge at the back, right? right? So we want to use all the techniques at the same time, coming off that run is going to be different. So we're not going to be able to hit a true max effort. We're looking for like a perceived max effort, right? We're trying to find something that feels like, holy shit, that was heavy. I can't go any heavier than that. Otherwise, I will break down. 
that would be finding a max, right? If you start to break down, you've already maxed out. Yesterday we did a, a the workout included a 200 meter run and then right into hang power snatches. It's actually mm -hmm. opened up with hang power snatches. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then it went into lunges and then then the run. Yeah, then the run 200 meter run restart the round the next yep. round so the first round of hang snatches it's a moderately heavy weight for me it's was 115 it's a set of eight i can do that mm -hmm. pretty comfortably in a in a metcon uh and so first round great you know hang power snatches eight of them got them they all looked great lunges then i went for the run and, it, and you, it's 200 meters so you want to mm -hmm. push it a little bit yep. right it's that's essentially going to take the longest of all three movements in the workout but as i came back in then went to pick up the bar for the hang snatches <laughs> first one was pretty good then it just started to get ugly right away yeah. and i realized right so it's that the hamstrings are smoked mm -hmm. posterior chain the into the lower backs kind of smoked from the run and, yeah. you, and you discount it you don't feel it happening when you're doing it and that's going to be the same i think with this 400 yes. meter run yes you're not going to feel the hamstrings getting tired and your lower back getting tired you'll feel it though when you, start, when you go to pick up a bar when you go to pick and up the bar and that's one of the things i put in the, what we have in the notes is you know after you finish that run we do need to kind of keep moving yeah that's going to be one of those things your legs are going to seize up all that like it's gonna right. you're gonna you're gonna hurt it's gonna feel like you just did a set of five on the back squat right um so what we need to keep in mind is we need to keep that blood pumping so we can flush out all that byproduct that's left in the muscle tissue from the run so that way we can transition into the clean and the barbell smooth. So that's, I always recommend like, advice. let's get the bar moving. Don't spend too much time, but don't feel like you have to load up the weight. Let's just move through some range of motion. Let's just keep the body moving so we can get that blood pumping through those legs again. Um, and that will be one of those things that help you get ready for um, the lift. Yeah. I think your first one, everyone's first one should be really conservative. Yep. Start to feel it out. Um, and build up slowly. How many attempts do you think people should do or will do on the barbell? In 10 minutes? Um, I would say anywhere between three to four actual working attempts, okay. like of the full complex. Okay. Um, you know, if you time it out like one every two to three minutes, okay. maybe take the first couple minutes just to kind of move through a few reps under some load just to see how that's going to feel. Maybe don't do okay. the full complex. Um, but when we go from the, the, the hang clean and the, and the clean and jerk, those are intended to be power or squat. So it really okay. kind of depends on how you are feeling individually uh, as far as how much added range of motion do you want to add to it after those okay. runs, right? Yep. The on Then Sunday this week, mm -hmm. um, or so I guess Sunday of next week, uh, we have 15-minute um, AMRAP, 400-meter run, uh, 10 strict wall balls, and uh, eight, eight strict, strict uh, chin-ups. Chin chin um, I just wanted to talk about mm -hmm. the the strict wall balls for a second. What's is why not a dumbbell press or a strict press? What's with the strict wall balls? So let's think of and is it and is it the regular targets? Is it ten? it's a standard target? Okay, yep. standard target. Yeah. Okay. So it's not an easy target. Or no. Um. So let's let's consider uh the you know the the different the hundred hundred fitness and hundred words. Right. Throwing is one of those things. Right. And with wall balls, we do throw. We, it's more of a, a squat to a throw. So you're using a lot more legs. This is going to be more of like a strict press, but you're still throwing the weight. So you're still trying to generate power and force versus just strength. Okay. Right? So like a, a press, if you're doing a strict press, that's more of a strength aspect, right? But when you think about the explosiveness and having to go core through extremities to throw, you're bracing your core, you're generating a lot more power to generate because you're only using one body part, 
right? You're right. only throwing with your shoulders. It's not like you get to dip and drive like a push press. Um, so with this particular workout, you're running hard. You're going to come back instead of doing wall balls, as we know that it's, you know, that's going to tax out our heart rate as well. This is going to be one of those things where it's like a limiting factor. It might force you to slow down a little bit. Right. Same thing with the strict chin-ups, right? Yeah. Working with that pronated grip. So if in the, in the grand scheme of things, you'll find your heart rate coming down because it's going to be more muscular fatigue. Yes. So then you can go back on that run hard again. Okay. Yeah, you, I, I, I'll be breaking those up. Yeah. Right. I mean, just, As most people should, yeah. right? And it's, it comes back down to like placement and body position, right? Yeah, how, how is the functioning of that, that range of motion? The, the, here's a question that I get asked in, in class um a lot on something like this and i'll ask mm -hmm. you um because my answer is usually wrong the, <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> let's see what just... um should i i'm doing this workout jamie um i can get i can get 10 strict wall balls um i can do eight strict chin-ups should i try and do 10 strict wall balls every time or should i break it up to try and get overall more rounds well in the grand scheme of things you gotta think of how much time you have, right? right? Um, how fast are you running? Right. Um, and at the same time, are you struggling to hit that mark? Yes. By eight and nine? Yes. Okay, then break. Okay. It'd be like a five and five, right? Okay. Break it up. So and start, or, so, start so early. Break so start earlier. Okay. You know, when you think of like a push-up, right? right? If you if you do push-ups too near failure, you yeah. get to a point where you, you just have to let your shoulders recover, okay. right? This is going to be kind of that same thing. It's that muscular fatigue, muscular stamina that's going to want to give out. And... You know, anytime I, we were doing like a strict press, like we had a strict press workout um, last week, I think it was last week or the week before, um, we had, basically I was telling everybody, um, break before you have to, Okay. right? Because if you, if you wait till you have to break, now you're playing catch up on letting your body recover faster versus taking a short break with a short rest. You can take a break that's got a long rest. You want to try to condense it. So by stopping before you have to, means that you still got sure. some juice in the tank so you're not completely sure depleting rest, everything right right okay all right that's good um so good week of programming um we'll look forward to people's feedback in class mm -hmm. um one of the things i put in my email and i is the stuff that i read the topics that i read and that 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 actually all the stuff that i read throughout the week helps shape um what um, gets put in this email mm -hmm. um stuff like i talked to and, and a lot of people send me stuff which is really cool that now that i you know i have to have this email people send me stuff hey you should read this or you should see this and i and i i try to get to everything i've got a couple books sitting on my shelf that i need to read uh, that people have sent me um but the uh, but i but i like going through like cool, st cool stuff that i think our mm -hmm. community be interested in and then um cool stuff that i read or see um, just real quick on, on cool things, by the way, since you're a mountain biker, the tailgate, uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> tailgate rack. <laughs> so, cool. so I put that in, did I put that in there this week? So my Instagram feed, because of, you know, if I put my, if you, you know, you look at one mountain biking picture or one picture, oh, everything, uh, then everybody starts feeding you. Oh, this guy must be interested in mountain biking. Let's send him all the shit. We well, um, did the flow trail recently, so maybe it also knows your location. Well, th that's creepy. If he, <laughs> if you know, we, or you know, or or we're having a conversation, and our phones just happen yeah, to be yeah. near us, Weird. and then all of a sudden you get ads. Yeah, I think that stuff's happening. But anyway, this one, this one actually, if you're a mountain biker and you use your pickup truck to haul your truck, look at this. Look at the link. It's and it's called the Latchet Rack. 
Yeah, it, um, brilliant. Yeah, and it's um, Latchet is they spell it L A T C H I T. It's one word, Latchet Rack. Look it up. It is brilliant. I love simple engineering mm-hmm. like this. It literally you put your you put the a tailgate down on your truck, and the rack itself just hooks to the existing it hooks to the actual linkage. Yeah, the actual the linkage for the, for the tailgate. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to do anything. Yeah. And it, and it flips open. But what it does is you. Everyone has seen the 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 pads that go over mm-hmm. the edge of the tailgate and people hang their mountain bikes off the tailgates, which I think is awesome. Yeah. The way. That's, that's, that's cool. what I typically ride with. Yeah. yeah. Those are cool. Well, this one, what it is essentially it extends your tailgate because mm-hmm. it creates a rack at the end of your tailgate with your tailgate down and then you put the bike on there and it's got straps that hold it in. But what it gives you now a whole lot more, space. a whole lot more space in your bed. Yeah. So if you want to put any gear or cooler yeah. or that stuff, you could put that in there. And I love that for like a camping trip, especially when you have to right. a couple kids and it's yeah. like your truck is just loaded down. That gives you a good space back. Oh yeah. Super simple suit and it's a reasonable price. It's literally just a, a simple that anybody can just yeah. lightweight, just click flip. Uh, the only the only word of caution I'll give you having done this. When you put your tailgate down, <laughs> don't forget that your tailgate's down when you're backing up. <laughs> Now tailgate cameras kind of yeah. help because now also it'll tell you you're looking at the ground. Well, yeah, it'll tell you you're looking at the ground. That'll remind you because I have put my tailgate down and then forgot that my tailgate's down and backed it into backed it into a spot. I'm like, oh, I can go a little further. I can go a little for bam. I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't make sense. Why would I hit? Because I knew that I had more space, and then I realized what it was. It was my tailgate down. And then you get a nice U-shaped here. In my you case, get a, a tree new tailgate. Yeah, then you get a new tailgate. <laughs> Which, by the way, is less of, is is actually kind of affordable because it's the yeah. tailgate actually comes off. Thankfully, it's not like a bumper or no, something exactly. like that. God, it's so frustrating. Yeah. So anyway, but it's a cool rack. So check that out. Yeah. I put the a link to the uh, Peter Atia podcast with Michael Easter. What's cool about that podcast? I love Peter Atia. Following Peter Atia, he's a doctor, um, but he's a he's a fitness guy. Um, he's a diet guy, a, new, a great nutrition guy. Mm-hmm um and an md but, i found him when he was on the crossfit podcast yeah Savannah that's right originally that, yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. was my first that's exposure right. to yeah because he's uh he likes the carnivore he leans into carnivore yeah. but anyway he's um he interviews michael easter the guy that wrote comfort crisis and so it's basically like a one-hour summary of the comfort crisis yeah. it's really good and yeah. then they spend some time talking about the ruck mm-hmm. and the value of rucking so that's that's a cool podcast so it's peter atia and i would follow that guy by the way on yeah. instagram he's got good shit um the um, and then the, the only other thing is there's an interview with, I posted an mm-hmm. interview with Don Fall mm-hmm. um, that he did about, I think he did it about two weeks ago, the interview, okay. and it's with Front Office Sports, which is a, a very small um, podcast outfit. They've got, you know, I don't know, it's like, it looks like there's only like a th- less than a thousand views of the actual okay. podcast itself. Uh, but it's a really good wow, only a thousand yeah because no one knows, about, knows it, about it right it. no okay. one knows about it and, and it didn't really get pr- promoted within the crossfit yeah. world although i saw recently and it'll probably start coming up yeah in a morning chalk up email i think they highlighted it okay. but it, but it's a it what's good is he's much further along in his conversations with affiliates and his awesome. staff and he's organized it's a really good interview yeah um he's clearly uh, well prepared in terms of what he wants to communicate to the community. If you're interested, look you know, at the end of the day, the CEO of CrossFit doesn't matter to the community. Mm-hmm. It matters a little to the affiliate owners, but not really that much. What it matters most to is the brand and the methodology. Yeah. 
Um, and as long as that's being protected and, yeah. and uh, promoted, then, you know, affiliate owners are happy and affiliate owners are happy. And if affiliate owners are happy, then Across the, the community's happy. Thank you, Mark. Community's happy. Yep. But if you want to, if you do want to get to know the CEO of CrossFit, Don Fall, um, he is, uh, he's in that and it's a, it's an excellent conversation. I'll, I'll leave you. I'll, with give, the, I'll give a listen to it. Maybe we can yeah. discuss next week. A little yeah, bit. we can. I'll leave you with the relative to that. He talks, um, he, he says his focus is really about um, elevating the CrossFit brand through um, the the amazing stories and transformations that are happening at the affiliate level. That's it. It's really, it's really that's awesome. That's it. So, so it's what we've been clamoring for, really. Isn't that how the CrossFit Games was built? <laughs> it was. That's exactly right. <laughs> right. I've, I've, I'm a you know obviously a proponent of supporting the affiliates, yeah. but and and. and recognizing what the CrossFit affiliates do for CrossFit in general. Yeah. We are the uh, indoctrination centers yep. for CrossFit. The front line. For the CrossFit L1, for the training cert- certifications, mm-hmm. for the at- for the CrossFit Games, and not only for the athletes of the Games who come through the affiliates, but also for the fans. Mm-hmm. Like we, we create all of that. Yep. <laughs> right? And and so the healthy a healthy affiliate community, um, I think, only serves to promote CrossFit and encourage the growth of CrossFit. So Don Fall's good dude. Um, I, by the way, side note, um, and I told you this and I'm looking for feedback. I get a chance to meet him on the mm, 21st yeah. of October. I got invited to come up and sit with him for um, probably, I think we'll I'll probably get 45 minutes to an hour with him to have a conversation with him. I'm excited and honored for the opportunity, but I'm, if anybody has anything that they think I should. You know, yeah. Talking about yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a good point. Um, you know, at the same time, anybody that's watching this uh, right now or even later, like, please share feedback, share content, and if you got questions, you want Craig to ask the yeah yeah the like CEO. It, it, this is a good it, good location to do. Yeah, it. if there's something you you want to know that that you might have something that I'm not thinking about, put yeah. it in, put it in the comments. I'll I'll it's always take, good I'll to take have a look at perspective. Oh man, right? yeah, I mean, very, it just very changes a lot of different things. Absolutely. The last thing I'll leave you with. You know, I always put stuff in there now because I'm big on walking steps. Um, there's a couple of good articles related to that, but the 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 big one that I've seen there must have been there was a there was a study that uh, oh yeah it was from the I think it was the BMJ the British Medical Journal mm-hmm. on um, the impact of late eating eating late I saw at that, night, yeah. and so then a bunch of different outlets picked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, all the outlets picked it up, and then mm-hmm. they published the they published the findings in their own different format. So I attached that, but the, a, a critical component to weight loss, and I've experienced this myself, and it's hard to do, is stop eating late. It doesn't mean eat earlier in the day necessarily, because I like to, I, I actually like to fast until about 9 or 10 a.m. Have a cutoff time. But have a cutoff time, and it's hard. Yeah. You sit down, when, especially when you build a habit. You know, if you got Netflix going, or last night it was Games of Thrones. Habits is the number one thing. Well, that's and right. If it's one of those things where, hey, I'm going to stop eating after seven, don't do your normal routine. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Try something different. Yeah. Go for a walk, right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. get, oh, that's a good idea. I right. mean, just start a project. Like, do yeah. do something that's not just falling back into the previous habit. That's right. And then it'll be a little bit easier. They talk about that in uh, the Atomic Habits. Is yeah. that that the habits build upon yeah. one another? Yep. Like, and so if you <laughs> that, that, that pretty much speaks da- da- dangerously, <laughs> but but I, that's one I would I would start with. Like, if you're gonna, if you hey, I want to lose a little bit of weight, don't even change your food, the, the food that you intake. Like, don't don't try and 
you know, start all with little steps. Yeah, start little steps. Just okay. Stop eating after seven o'clock. Yeah. Make it try and make it seven o'clock. Yvonne and I struggled with it for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, she, it, although she's much better. Like if she decides something, boom, it happens. Like and she's very oh, yeah. routine driven. Oh yeah, very routine driven. And so, but as soon as I did that, man, like I went from you know that helped me go from like two fifteen down to two hundred. I was yeah. fifteen pounds, and that was one of the biggest one of the biggest reasons why. Mm-hmm. So not eating late at night. Yeah. Uh, if you can do that, you'll sleep better. Um, you'll live longer. You'll lose weight. All of that good and stuff. You might be a little uncomfortable. Oh, you'll be uncomfortable, which, which is not a bad thing. No, you'll be uncomfortable for probably about, I think, about two weeks, and then. Okay. And, and I was I'll, just talking about like just that little bit of time, like man, oh, I want yeah, something. Oh yeah. No, I mean do, that the, craving hits. Yeah, like, that just craving. Be uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. For about, okay. Comfort but I like prices. what you said. Go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, change drink, the routine. Drink, drink some water. Have mineral water. Yeah. Yeah. Change the routine. But but the. But that discomfort will wane completely yeah. in two in two weeks. You won't even notice. Then yeah. all of a sudden, it's just then it's a new habit. New habit, new routine. Yeah, love it. Right on. Um, I think that's it for this podcast. We're gonna post it right now. It's live on PR's all, all day YouTube. It's in the Diablo community, in or the PR's Diablo Facebook. member community. Yeah, Diablo member PR's community. Facebook. We're also gonna put it to Diablo's YouTube, and mm-hmm. we'll put it to the Diablo Facebook page yeah. later on. Yeah, right on. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. Yep. Cheers. Got it.